changing your corner of the universe change the world? We think so. You've heard the quote, be the change you want to see in the world. But what does that look like? This is where we meet the people that are walking that out. One person, one idea, one decision at a time. Here's Vaden and Rex. Welcome to another episode of My Corner of the Universe. Today, we interviewed Mary Ann Holly with Unify Impact. And she has just this really cool platform about sustainability, investment. Um, It's an incredible trend that I think is going to be on the rise in today's day and age. Um, To give you kind of layman's terms of it, she's created a very in-depth system using AI to be able to look at companies that you want to invest and add into your portfolio that are doing uh, social good. I hate to use that kind of catchphrase, but just doing all the things right, climate good, social good, all these different things that enables you and also providing a return on your money. So it's not just like, hey, I'm going to invest in this company because they do a lot of good things, but they're not profitable. You know, she obviously has a, a heavy um, heart for making sure that it invests well, but it's just a, hearing about the platform was really exciting to hear it strictly from her. Yeah, words. I think it's needed. I mean, to be honest, like, you know, all these uh, companies on the exchange probably come up with their cookie cutter cut sheet of like, hey, this is what we're about. Mm-hmm. And as an investor, you're probably like, well, I have no idea. This one's doing well. Like Tesla is skyrocketing. But to have uh, a tool where it can really data mine everything about that company and see if, you know, that's where you want to invest. And she says, you know, at the end of the night, can you go to bed with a clear conscience of what you're investing in? So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I just mean, makes a, sense. Totally. And in a weird way, and this, I don't know how great of an example this is, but, you know, she talked about gender equity. So, like, let's say there's a company, Company X, that you really liked and they had a decent return, but then, you know, you'd never know that they've never had a woman in the C suite their entire, you know, existence or whatnot. You know, that's just a random example. But you could see that and you're like, okay, this is an important issue for me personally. So I don't want to invest in this company. But without Unify, like you wouldn't be able to know that. Yeah. And she has, you know, I think she said there's eight different kind of data points that can be, that you can fine tune to like, yeah, that's really important to me. And, you know, you can uh, have the companies ranked by what data points are important to you. So um, definitely worth checking out, especially if you're an investor or she even said, you know, you can kind of go through your 401k and just kind of look and see what you're already invested in. Maybe you can de-invest in some of those companies and, and put your money somewhere else that you feel good about. Yep, absolutely. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Make sure that you are subscribing, that you're sharing these episodes. Also, check us out on YouTube. We're now uploading pretty much all of our podcast episodes on YouTube. So if you want to see the video version of some of these interviews, you can check us out on My Corner of the Universe on YouTube. But um, share these. You know, The more yeah. exposure that you get, the more it helps out people like Mary and Unify and all the other great nonprofits that we work with. It's really spreading the word for them. Exactly. Yep. So make sure to go check out Unify Impact and see if it's right for you. Enjoy the episode. All right. Today on My Corner Universe, we have the pleasure of interviewing Mary Ann Holly from Unify Impact, which is a new investment tool that is going to really change the way we think about investments. Is that true, Mary Absolutely. Okay, so why don't we just jump right into it and tell us how you got the idea to start this company? 
Okay, so I mean, for a long time, there has been interest in sort of um, socially responsible investing. You know, when it first started, it was things like I don't want to have alcohol, tobacco, firearms, polluters in my portfolio. But wealth managers would include them because it's a diversified portfolio and they're going to make money. So keep them in. Um, and that was about the extent of it. But it's grown since then. And um, the next sort of level of this was this idea that I don't care if it does a lot for my portfolio. I don't care if I make money, but I have to have my conscience clear at night when I go to bed. Gotcha. That makes um, a lot of sense. We've grown up from that. And that's what's really exciting. I cool. just love it there's a lot of data out there now. This is data that has been until now primarily available to institutions like institutional banks, wealth managers, and um, financial analysts. But it's all been on the institutional side. And that's how they can come up with thematic funds, for instance. Are you familiar with that term? I'm not. Yeah, yeah go ahead and explain that. Okay, so a thematic fund, a themed fund, if you will, would be like, all about cannabis. This is so cool. Okay, I want to be yeah. in a cannabis fund or I, I don't like, I want to be in a decarbonization fund. So I mm -hmm. want to make sure that I'm not leaving a carbon footprint. And so it's, it's a form of passive investing because you're given a, a list of companies under this sort of headline of this um, ETF or fund. Um, and that's great, except for if you have issues that are also concerning you in this world, like gender equity or supply chain issues, or you're not even sure, but you just know that the world we're living in right now is not the happiest place to be. Right. No so way, I'm, really? <laughs> I know. But if you, yeah. the idea is you think you're doing so well in this decarbonization fund, but if you start to impact the companies and you have the ability to see what, how each company is performing in other areas of sustainability or social um, prevalence, you could see that, oh my God, I can't believe this. They're, you know, they, their, their gender equity practices are terrible in the, in the C-suite or, you know, they're, they're not honoring LGBTQ or hang on a minute, what's happening with clean water in this company? Mm -hmm. So we have been able to be the first company for people like you and me to get our hands on actual data on companies mm. and granular data. So um, these data companies can find out all kinds of information on companies. They find it through company self-reported data that companies have to do. Mm -hmm. But now it's getting much more powerful because along with the raw data, you have social media input and you've got news. That's so, cool. Yeah, so the data can get quite granular and quite fun. And I was at a conference um, a couple of years ago in London. And it was an amazing conference on sort of like it had geopoliticists there and world economists. And it was just about the state of the world and how everything. And it was called Impact 19. And while I was there, there was a company called Refinitive um, that was an offshoot of Reuters. Now, you probably have heard of Reuters. It's like the Associated Press, right? right? It's mm -hmm. a news source. And what was really cool was this company, Refinitive, spun out, but because they were news heavy, they were able to take companies down to the point of like, you could look up a company under environmental and you could say there's not enough light in the ladies' room in this particular bank. I mean, that's how little it got. I mean, almost ridiculously granted. Right. But it was so cool that companies had to expose themselves to the point where you get an inside story into who they are 
and how as a shareholder or stakeholder, this is tremendously powerful. So we were able to um, partner with a ESG data provider and also we're partnered with a market data provider, which also powers Robinhood. So we're in good company so that we can actually show our users both um, sustainable performance in companies and see if they align with their values and how they're doing in the market. Because the theory now, or not the theory, but the very serious thinking on the street now is that companies that don't perform well have a market risk now. They're actually going to risk not doing well if they don't have good practices. You mentioned ESG. I don't want to skip over that. So for anyone that's listening that doesn't know what that is, can you kind of... Yeah, most of us don't. I want to guess what it is. Well, uh, environmental, uh, let's see, what else would it be? (laughs) (laughs) Sustainable. uh, Okay, classic. This is everybody. We all don't know what it is, but it has been around for a while. And what it is, is an umbrella sort of acumen for environmental concerns. And that, so think about it, pollution, water waste, um, decarbonization, anything to do with our environment. Gotcha. Um, social, what we see right now in our real world with the election and with Black Lives Matter. Right. You know, mm-hmm. So imagine companies, how are they performing? Are they giving money? To, are they big donors to, you know, political campaigns? Are they, you know, are they allowing enough women in the C-suite? Are what is their policy on, you know, any number of things. Um, yeah. So social is things like um, what we're going through with our, our issues right now with COVID, with crowded housing, with um, policies that aren't doing well for us. And then governance is where. Governance. Company, okay. Okay. Governance is how companies are performing and, and how they have to respond to their shareholders. Gotcha. And that goes into things like, um, so, you know, um, supply chain, supply chain transparency, mm-hmm. you know, um, em- employment practices, hiring practices, pay, you know, think about it. Think about the um, processing plants during the early part of COVID when everyone right. got sick yeah. because they, yeah. the companies themselves just, I don't know, we just got to keep working. So just all go together and everyone got terribly ill. That's really bad governance. Mm-hmm. So, and so, so you have uh, AI. Sorry, Vader. You have AI that will take the ESG side, and then it'll mix it with the AI that kind of digs through just the straight market market answer. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, got mm-hmm. it. So you can see how a company's performing from both levels, and I will tell you that our market data is daily. So you're seeing it just like anyone else, how the market's going up and down, and such like that. The sustainable data. Um, my goal is that we get as um, we have as much momentum on a daily basis in that, but historically it's going to look slower. So you might compare three companies and then one might have a score of say in uh, water waste, um, a six and someone mm-hmm. else might have a 4.3 and it's hard to understand well, what exactly do these things mean, but they're really these companies are finding out this data, as I told you, through a combination of reported data, social media, and news. And the company that we're working with has a zero to 100 performance. We have an algorithm to change it because we are our own company. We can't, mm-hmm. you know, we can't use exactly. And one of the things right now that's frustrating the industry is that there's many of these SG, S, um, ESG data providers 
who have their own methodology. So what we have tried to do is unify is find one that has the most robust combination, like how many sources that we can get. Yeah, gotcha. Just to kind of wrap my head around it and maybe for those listening to really wrap their head around it, is a good way almost, let me know if this is in my mind what I'm thinking about as a parallel. Are you you're familiar with Glassdoor, the website where like if you're looking for a job, it's like you can see reviews on what the company's like. So is this in a way kind of like Glassdoor, but for investors, but like on steroids, like a hundred times more in depth, like you're like, hey, I want to invest in this company, but I want to like see into the culture of the company and what it's like and, you know, and their social um, I think it's still just at Glassdoor level at this point because we're just okay. an MVP, but that's our goal. We okay. want to be as in-depth and granular so that you know everything. Very gotcha. cool. Yeah, because I think it's it's so important what you're doing. I, I know where I heard this recently. It was like over the last 40 years, I think one of the highest performing, most consistent stocks was, it wasn't Philip Morris or RJ Reynolds, but it was a cigarette company. And um, and people would be like, it's that, you know, I would guess maybe, you know, 40 years ago, people were just like, oh, I just want this in my portfolio. But we there's such an awakening now where people are like, no, I don't care if it's high performing. I don't want to invest in this company. And what you're doing is, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but what you're doing is helping investors who are like, hey, I want to know. And that's a really easy one, cigarettes. But obviously, like you said, like all these no, different aspects right. of the so culture. That, right. So you're right. Um, because that is an explosionary type of decision making. In my portfolio, I want nothing to do with tobacco firearms. What's exciting about us is that, as I said earlier, every company I think every company really wants to do well in the world in some way, shape, or form. What we're giving you is not just don't don't invest in this company because it's cigarettes. We're giving you eight impact values from which to to choose mm-hmm. your own values from. Oh, I like and, that. Yeah, and then the companies pop up, and you'll see them on a graph, on like a type of graph, like a spider web graph, and you'll see how they're scoring on those impact values. And you get a sort of holistic. And so, way. is this an app? Or is it? It's a web-based um, app right now, but yeah. Web-based app. Okay, gotcha. Right mm-hmm. And so, is it uh, a? Is there a service charge, or how does that side of it work? Can anyone just sign up for free? Um, is it? Yeah, there. Well, okay, that's the major question. We have just launched our our um, app, so we are in beta testing with an MVP. Um, we are looking to becoming like the Robin Hood of sustainable investing. So we're looking. Okay. At Coming actual RIA's registered investment advisor. Okay, gotcha. But at this point, we're at the intersection of sustainability and fintech. Okay, and so just and so to clarify too, so you guys aren't necessarily a trading platform right now. Like people aren't going to go on your site. Is that is that something that you see as a long term goal? That would be cool Absolutely. to have. Oh, nice. Absolutely, because I would. My goal is that the future wealth holders, which we have tons of statistics on, which is about your age. It's the millennials and also the rising Gen Z natives mm-hmm. you know, that are coming up. Um, the transfer of wealth is enormous once the, you know, and what's thrilling to me is the transfer of wealth is going to people who have societal cares, who are really mm-hmm. concerned about the kind of world they've been left behind and the kind of world they want to leave behind. Right. And that juncture is to me just absolutely thrilling that we can give kind of we can start with this type of thing so that you can start building portfolios or unpacking your 401k to have anything that you're investing in align with your values and still make a return in the long run. So this is yeah. all about making a return. This isn't just feel good. Yeah, obviously, obviously. Yeah. I think you're, you're right. And that's a good thing to hit home to people. It's like, Hey, this isn't, 
right. It's not just about, Hey, I just want to give some money to this company. And like, we are very a ton of nonprofits. So we're like all about helping out nonprofits, but this is, this is like, Hey, this is a way you can like actually get a return on your money because in life, you know, we have investments and we want to get a return on your money, but you can do it in a way that also is benefiting companies that are doing things socially responsible. So, you know, when you, when you talk about nonprofits, we actually want to be aligned with certain nonprofits. There's some, there's a couple really amazing NGOs, which are non-governmental organizations. One is called As You Sow, and it's all about shareholder rights. So to be able to have a friendship with them within our app is really important to us. Oh, that makes sense. Shareholder rights. Yeah. Another one is called Slave Free Trade, and this is a really cool new app yeah. where you can actually have a um, um, like a a reader on your phone that you can go into a store scan. and, and right. scan and see if if what happened on the supply chain. So they're oh, all cool. Slave Free Trade. I mean, but there so so there each of those two NGOs have a specific thing they're working with. Right. And that's wonderful. We want to be aligned with that. And then another thing that um, is exciting for us is when I said that we're on sort of the intersection of sustainable um, sustainability and fintech, we have become a UN um, principles of responsible investing signatory. That means that we are aligned with the UN's SDG, SDG goals I might be using way too many technical (laughs) Sounds cool. But but what's cool, in a nutshell, the UN made a promise that by by 2013, we're going to leave no one behind in the world. This is sort of a lofty worldwide goal, but they really believe in this. And some of these things are like zero hunger, clean water, and sanitation, and gender equity. So... The UN has these major lofty worldwide goals. This is mm-hmm. what England's listening to, Africa's listening to. Hopefully soon America will be able to be part of this again. Um, but that's our sort of sustainable, holistic approach. We're also getting a license with another acronym called SASB. And SASB is the Sustainability Accounting Standards Board. Now, this is industry, industry specific. This is what all Wall Street would be working with. Mm-hmm. This is really fantastic because it connects companies and investors on the financial impacts of sustainability. So in other words, we believe strongly that a company's performance will affect their performance in the market mm-hmm. and bad performance or bad materiality will create market risk for them. And this is, this is a huge message it's getting stronger and stronger. And by an app like Unify, I'm hoping that the crowd will make it, you know, very strong. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> and this might be unrelated, but it seems like uh, in some sense, uh, today I just happened to be listening to something and they talked about how we can actually invest into companies like Halliburton and other companies that are in the military industrial complex and from the outside looking in, you, you'd be like, okay, well, it's a private company. You can invest in it. But on a deeper level, when you're investing in a company like that, Raytheon or whatever the company is, you're investing in war. So I could see that kind of going kind of hand in hand with you know some of the things that you're talking about because you're funding a company that funds war. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Now, um, we're just looking at publicly traded companies at this point. We're not in private equity. Mm-hmm. So um, 
but what, what you're saying is right. But if you, you know, if you had the data on Raytheon all the way around and see what are they, what other areas are they, are they doing well? Um, besides just what they're doing for defense, you right. get a more holistic picture of the company. Gotcha. Yeah. The have a reaction like, Oh my God, they're creating war. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or they, 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 they may well be, but I'm just saying. Right. Yeah. No, that's great. Because like Exxon, it's not a snapshot. Right. Yeah. I had a question for you. Sure. Did you start out as like, okay, so in your journey, I feel like you're at a point where you're very interested and passionate about investments and return on investments, but also social good. So where did you start? Did you start out in the investment world and say, have like an epiphany and say, hey, this is all about money. We need to look at this way. Or were you more in the social good world and then try to move over to the investment world? Okay, I'll tell you my preference. <laughs> Let's hear it. Or probably neither of those two options. Um, they're aligned. But um, first of all, I, I personally have never worked in the financial world. Um, I've been around it. I was I'm married for a long time to someone who was very big in um, trading. And I mm -hmm. lived all over the world with that. So I certainly was aware of, you know, investing in finance and things like that. Um, but my background is really marketing and advertising. That's where I was. That's where I started my career, but I, I'm a big picture thinker. And it was when I went to that conference and saw how companies could be taken apart, I got the idea of impacting the world as you impact your wealth. Mm. Just sitting yeah. like, like it dropped down on you in the conference. You're like, well, uh, I've been thinking about it for a long time because yeah. I was, I, after I was married, I had to start managing my own investments and the wealth managers I was talking to, never brought it up. Mm -hmm. Just like you were saying, you, you would go in there and if you said, I'm really, really worried about X, Y, and Z, they, they just wouldn't know how to talk about it. Or they didn't, you know, they just want you to, you know, make sure that they're investing for a positive return. Yeah. They got mm -hmm. their set plan before you even walk in the door. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and so they're less, they're, it's growing. I mean, companies like Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley are getting more and more information on how to talk to new investors the way they want to be talk, spoken to. Yeah. But with something like Unify, it's like Robin Hood. It's like it's just in your hands and you'll have that power without having to deal with it. Well, there's so much information out there. I think it can be overwhelming if for anyone that is trying to, you know, invest with a conscious that, you know, there's no way that you could, you know, really dig down into the data like, you know, what you're able to do with AI. So, yeah, um, I think the idea is a great idea because it really can shed light on, you know, something that might never be, you know, in a normal investment package. Yeah, I was going to I was going to say too, real quick, Rex, since you mentioned that, like it made me think of um like with the rise of the Black Lives Matter movement and you saw companies mm -hmm. really embrace it. Like one, for instance, was J.P. Morgan Chase, right? Mm -hmm. But on the surface, I'm always wondering like, okay, like do they, are they, are they serious about it or is it a PR stunt? And that's where I feel like where your company hopefully could be a point where people could dig in deeper yeah. and see that's like, hey, this is just a PR stunt or they, they really mean something behind here. Our whole, one of the most important, um, I wouldn't say mission, I guess mission, but one thing that we will always be is transparent. That is the whole thing that makes us who we are. Right. So you're absolutely right. The whole, when every single company jumped on the Black Lives Matter bandwagon in, 
you have to think to yourself, what, what was the reasoning? Mm-hmm. You know, what exactly? Now, some companies had very good policy behind it, but so many just said, oh, I just want to say that we support this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think that, you know, that's why what you're doing is so important because from a, just a, hey, like an investor standpoint of like, I'm looking for a money manager to put my money somewhere. I don't like dig into it. They're just like, hey, yeah, they took this stand. So I'm going to put my money there. And I'm not, and again, I wasn't trying to pick out JP Morgan Chase. It's just the one that popped into my head. Okay, no, no, no. You know, um, but being able to actually go through your platform and see like what they're actually doing and not just the new tagline that they put, you know, on their slogan. Well, yeah. So the idea is that you, you, you pick out, we give you nine impact values. Um, and on our website, that's very clear, but I'm sure I'm happy to tell you what they are that you can choose from. Um, there are things like climate action, resource use, pollution and waste, human rights, public health, corporate responsibility, and collaboration and transparency. So you can choose from those values, the ones that kind of hit home. And then you can choose companies and see how are those companies, you know, look at your own portfolio and just choose some of the companies portfolio, type them in, or we offer them already there for you. And you um, do, you know, just type in the symbol and it will come up with a scale to show you how are they performing in the areas that you're concerned about. And then there'll be news to support that as well. Gotcha. Awesome. And I would imagine just in the general sense of AI, the mm-hmm. more that, uh, this continues to work, the better the data just continues to get just because it feeds off each other? Um, exactly. The whole idea is that it feeds off each other. We're hoping for collaboration among investors or among users. And, you know, it's not just about investing. This is about lifestyle. I would like to create a movement with mm-hmm. this. Um, as any sort of um, entrepreneurial business does, you have to do some research to see if there going to be a need in you know, is there a need for this in the market? So very early on, we did research on a thousand respondents. Um, and we, we created two users personas. Um, one was James and he's the guy that's on Robin hood, but he's got concerns just like we all do. So he really wants to know the companies that he's investing in or the companies he'd like to invest in. How are they performing? And now he's got a way to really see it as a, you know, in a much more detailed way than ever before. Susie, on the other hand, wants to live a sustainable lifestyle. She wants to know that the products she's buying are within her values. And she wants to learn how to um, create a financial plan that's sustainable for her. So, and hopefully then become an investor. So we're kind of offering a lot of data for people to, you know, to use in any which way they'd like. Yeah. I think you're, you know, you are in the right spot in the right time because I mean, just right now, I feel like the consciousness of people and probably a lot to do with social media and people's ability to get, get information outside the mainstream media source. But right now I feel like it's a time where people are really starting to be like, you know, the voting for my dollars with my dollars means a lot right now. And I definitely see that the time is right. And and the vision that you have is right on point. I don't know if this is possible, but you know how, like when, um, like if you're a publicly traded company, like they, you know, you have a fiduciary responsibility to provide the most amount of money or whatnot for your shareholders. It would be a cool, and I don't know if this is just a crazy dream, but if there was also some sort of fiduciary responsibility to provide some sort of social aspect, you know, as well. 
And I don't know how you do that legally or how that works, but at least as a vision, I was like, that would be pretty cool. Well, I think when I mentioned SASB, remember when I was telling him mm-hmm. about the mm-hmm. sustainable accounting, that's the first step. That's what they're there for. They yeah. want to be sure that the companies are performing um, in that way. And the thing about Unify is that's all we do. So, you know, it's a, it's a tremendous feeling to think that this is all we're about. Um, and yeah, if we could be Robin Hood for sustainable thinking, there's another uh, digital site that's kind of really cool. That's a niche as well, which is Elevest. It's for women only. And it's a wonderful website started by a, a champion in the industry, Sally Crenshaw, but they cover women's issues and it's terrific. And hopefully Unify will be right up there as that type of market for the rest of us that are, are for all of us that want to have a holistic picture of the future. Yeah. And so if someone's listened to this, what's the best way for them to take advantage of Unify? Yeah. Sure. Okay. So right now, um, best thing to do is to go on Google Chrome. Okay. Type in www.unifyimpact.com. It's a really, really, really informational website. And it will talks about what is ESG, how do we get our data, all that stuff. And there's pods, uh, there's um, not podcasts, but um, blogs on it too. So you can okay. some industry stories. It will allow you to open up the app and join. And then they can, at this point, we're user testing. So they can <laughs> please write us back and say, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. um, because as I said, you know, we're a minimally viable product at this point and we're adding features um, very, very quickly. So, and you mentioned Google Chrome. So is it just a Google Chrome app at this, at point? this point? At this point, we're early on. We just launched um, about a month and a half ago. So we okay. are Google Chrome. And, but we're and so it's basically like an add-on to Google Chrome at that point? Uh, I, don't, I don't know what you mean by an add-on. I just know that when you, instead of, if you just look for Unify Impact, it's just a website that pops up. and then when Right, right, right. I get that. Out. Like, I wasn't sure if it was. Um, I accessed it on Safari, so it works on multiple browsers. Thank you. I'll tell the dev team. Yeah. They okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I wanted to throw in another plug too, just with Unify, just because it's something that I think just hits really home is, like you said before, it is, you know, it's not just a nonprofit. That's nothing against nonprofits. We interview a lot of nonprofits, but this is a place like if you want to get return on your money and as well too, it's like when you invest in companies and you are an investor, like the more you invest, you know, you are the boss. Like it's a way it empowers you as an everyday person to make change. Like it's a very empowering platform for someone. You want to join? Cause that was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> that was perfect. Then I thank you. Yeah. That was, that's exactly right. You're welcome. But it's true. It is. It's very empowering. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Very excited by it. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to circle back to you because I think that this is just going to continue to grow and build momentum, um, especially, uh, you know, like Vaden said, this is where people's mindsets are right now is they're starting to be like, wait a second, I'm not just going to spend my money on this portfolio that some guy picked out that I don't even know. I want to, you know, get stuff that is going to be impactful in the world. Well, then, and that's powerful. And the idea that you can take, like, even if you're working in a company, you've got a company 401k, you can unpack that and say, hang on a minute and see if you want to divest from some things, if it's right. Yeah. So you get the power to divest from things. Um, And the whole idea of the shareholder right is going to explode. It's going to be huge. 
Awesome. Well, there is a huge trend and uh, we appreciate you coming on and explaining Definitely. it. And like Rex said, yeah, in the future, a couple months down the road or whatnot, you know, as things progress, we'd love to have you back on and just kind of talk about, give some updates and where you guys are at. I would love that. All right. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. I enjoyed it. It's so nice to meet both of you. If you liked today's episode, you can find more information at mycorneroftheuniverse.com. And don't forget to subscribe. Thank you. Have you heard of light therapy? What about photobiomodulation? A fancy way of saying light therapy. Or stem cell activation. That's right. I said stem cells. The big buzzword in health that no one can afford. Well, you can afford it now. Head on over to my corner of the universe forward slash support the show and click on LifeWave. They offer a 30-day money-back guarantee. You can't beat that. So head on over to my corner of the universe forward slash support the show and get started today.